Frightcast with Mike and Angela. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Frightcast, episode three. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm Angela. What's going on? How was your week? Hey, well, what's new in horror nowadays? American Horror Story Freak oh, Show sh- came out. Shit. It was pretty cool. Uh, how? Uh, tell me about it. I didn't, I didn't see it. Um, It's about these freaks. Like, they're all people who are, like, mutated in some way or, you know, like a girl, a woman with two heads, um, a, a fat woman with a beard. The kid from the first season and the old woman are the two consistents, I guess, throughout. I haven't watched since the first season. And uh, so the old woman is there. She is like the recruiter for the freak show. I don't have an echo to you. Okay, because it's really bad in my headphones today. Um, She's like the recruiter. So uh, it starts off, you know, you see the... uh, the milkman delivering milk to this house and the person's not home. The milk is there all curdled from the last week. So he goes in investigating and the two headed woman is in there. Oh my God, it's a monster. They rush to the hospital. You know, it shows the x-ray where it has like two organs, like two hearts, whatever the shared stuff. It's pretty cool. What time uh, frame is this? Uh, What date? Like it did say it. And I don't remember. It's old. Like way back when 20s, 1800s, maybe like, uh no, not that not that far back. I have I'll have to go back and look and tell you next week because I don't remember. Um the kid, which I thought this was really cool, the kid I don't know his name, but the the consistent kid, mm. he his mutation is his hands. He has like a what is this like a flipper. smock hand? A flipper like, hand? Like uh um Danny DeVito from Batman Returns. Yes. Uh you know, two fingers. It is it, Spock hand too. Spock, okay. <laughs> um they're all like fat and gross stuck together and he pleasures girls with it. Oh shit, look it's at like that. It's like a thing. Yeah, it actually, it didn't show vagina or anything, but it showed a girl going in there and him fucking finger banging her <laughs> and like... Flipper banging. Yeah. Um, that, so that's his thing. It's pretty cool. Um, it's like uh, they they have this freak show circus carnival thing and... Uh, where they're at they don't want them there like everyone calls them freaks so it, it's gonna be cool i think it's uh there's like this psycho killer clown he like creeps up on not like creeps up he just straight up walked up to this couple like in a meadow having a nice picnic and fucking killed them he killed he's part of the freak show and no? part of the freak show okay so the conflict is with the people who don't want them and also right. there's a fucking killer clown yes. oh, wait all, all the freaks bad people I don't think so. Just to kill a clown. Yeah. But then regular people fucking are scared of them, so they fear them. The two-headed woman is the first recruit, and it's pretty cool because you get um, each one's, like, head thoughts, and, like, they talk to each other in their head. Oh, they got ESP, telekinetic, yeah, like whatever. Yeah, they talk to each other in their heads, uh, so it's pretty cool. One is kind of, like, risque, and the other one's, like, shut your fucking mouth, don't tell her anything. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's it's cool. I'm I'm excited about this season. Looks, I like the old woman, too. I don't remember her name, but I like her. Jessica Lang. Yeah, she's great. She's she's really good. She won all sorts of awards for uh, that show. Mm-hmm. It's good. I'm, I'm looking forward to this season. I'm glad I started to watch again. Is it horror? This one, it doesn't sound like horror. It just sounds like... 
well, just a story. Like the so first far, one. So far, no. Aside from the the killer clown. The first one was creepy. The first uh, season was horror, mm-hmm. like the way they shot it and the and the things that happened and everything, mm-hmm. the creepiness. And shit. How did that end, by the way? Because I punched out. Never finished. You never finished that never one either. Never finished it either. Oh wow! They call that season Murder House now. Okay. Murder House, Asylum, The Coven, and then Freak Show. Freak Show. I guess the killer clown puts in the horror to it. They travel. They are traveling, but they're they're currently in one location now, but nobody wants them there. So is is there like a fucking no arms, no legs fucking? Did you ever see that movie Freaks? Old old movie. No. They use real freaks in the movie, and there's this one guy. He's got no arms and no legs. There are some real freaks in this one too, like the teeniest woman. She's like the size of a baby, but she's like a fully like middle-aged woman and it's real yes oh shit she's like the smallest woman in the world like guinness book of world records smallest woman in the world cool yeah that's good because then they'd have to use effects and it probably looks stupid mm-hmm. joe you know from the office i've been watching the office lately again you know joe no who's that the the saber owner the old the fat woman oh, with the oh, dogs. oh it's a woman joe yeah no idea. Ah, oh, shit. I don't can't. I you know. She's been in so many other things. Wait, what the fuck she's is Saber? Saber, Saber buys Dunder Mifflin. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't watched that show in a long fucking time. Um. Saber was what? Another paper company? Uh, n- maybe I don't remember fully. But what the hell else was she in? She's been in so many. Th- oh, she was in Titanic too. She was the fat woman in Titanic. Wait a minute. Titanic had a sequel. No, not Titanic 2. Titanic also. Oh, okay. You know the fat woman who kind of gives Leonardo DiCaprio pointers? Oh, Kathy Bates? Kathy Bates, yes. Why oh, couldn't I misery. remember her name? Yeah. Misery. Yeah, duh. She's uh, she's in it too. She's the fat old woman with the beard. I remember her from Office now. Yeah, okay. She's Joe. Cool. Oh, so maybe that's something we'll look out for. Yeah. You recommend it? Yeah, uh, uh, so far, yes. Oh, cool. It's only one episode deep, so. Well, after one episode... uh. I want to watch the next. So, yeah. What I do you like better, like a show like American Horror Story, where the first episode gets you, or a show like uh, The Leftovers, where it takes like three episodes to build the characters? I like both. I guess. Dep- like if, yeah, if, I, I, if the first episode was bad, I probably wouldn't want to watch the next one, but I would anyway, just to give it a chance. Right. Yeah. But the leftovers, I didn't like it, but. I need to know what happened now, so I have to watch it, but I yeah. ended up loving it. So Yeah, it took them like I mean it was a very what they what they call and what the the latest buzzword is a slow burn. Everyone says slow burn for everything, but slow burn. it was a slow burn and they built up the characters. They really built the characters. The season was only I think ten episodes and they took them like five episodes to really build up these characters, but I think they did a good job because I liked the characters. Like I cared what happened to them. Yeah. You know, but um, sometimes when a, sh- a show catches you from th- from the jump, it's good too. So I guess you can't really pick one or another because they're both good in their own right. Yes. Breaking Bad first episode gets you right away. Oh yeah, Lost first episode gets you right away. Uh, Breaking Bad was the best show ever, but uh, yeah. Does but Lost hold up? I mean, I'd like to go back and watch the episodes, but knowing I think you know what is with Lost, it could have been so much more. Could have been so much better. Yeah, they didn't know what the fuck they had. But I still like to go back and watch it, so. Yeah, you know, you, if you pick, like, certain episodes and watch one-offs, I think it's great, but to mm-hmm. sit and watch the whole thing again. Right. 
I wouldn't want to sit through like Charlie's backstories or mm-hmm. Kate's backstories and these type of things. Yeah, absolutely. Let me um, let me just uh, apologize to the, to the guys at Pot of the Damned real quick. Take out a quick second because I had sent out something about my Skype. I wanted to get people on the show. I had about three different podcasts and three different civilians I wanted to have on the show through Skype for this October Halloween spectacular that we're doing. And um, they showed interest, and my Skype, I just can't get it to work. I don't, I'm just a fucking retard. And I did one show with Shane Gray from Podcast and the ones that it came out great. And ever since then, I, I can't get it to work. So apologize to the guys from uh, Pod of the Damned. Great show, by the way. Check them out. Night Tunes and uh, Stitcher. I sound very overmodulated. I was going to say, all of a sudden, you sound very her, but so do I. What very happened? You didn't touch anything? Uh, I think uh, I just sound overmodulated for some reason. I feel like I do too, I all think of a sudden. It'll come out good in the mix, I think. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be all right. It sounds pretty good. So we'll just have to go on from here. And uh, if it comes out funny, it'll come out funny. Wow, my, my thing is jumping right now. The wave, the uh, waveform is uh, going on. All right, so back to the show, the Frightcast. Did you watch any horror movies this week? Aside from the ones we watched, no. No. You know, um, this show is, just to catch people up, is we're watching two movies a week. Horror movies. Uh, one old one, one new one, and our schedule got a little screwy because I couldn't... You know, two, two, two movies a week is pretty rough. It definitely is. It's not as easy as it sounds. No, especially like with you. You get home from work late. Me, I get home from work. You know, I work at night. So we're home late. By the time we get the kids to sleep, it's like, ugh. It's like 9.30 or 10. Yeah, and I just want to get in bed. Yeah, so two movies a week is rough. So last week, we only did one, but we decided to make up for it this week. So this week, we had to watch three. So this week, we got The Beyond, which was part of last week. Mm -hmm. And then that was my pick, The Beyond, and I saw The Devil. And then we continued with your picks, which was The Omen and Session 9. So we did three... Movies this week. Give us credit. Which is unbelievable. <laughs> Un- it took, it us took us three days to get to The Omen, though. <laughs> oh, I had a very tired week. I mean, <laughs> I was dozing off on day two, five minutes in. Literally. Dozing off. <laughs> all right, so let's start with um, The Beyond. Oh, wait, can we just mention that you didn't even watch Session 9 at all because you fell asleep? <laughs> yeah, let's let, let's get to that. Let's cross that bridge and we all get right. there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, real quick, I just want to... um. I want to tell uh, everyone about the song that I'm going to end the podcast with. It's a band that reached out to me on YouTube, uh, Twitter. Uh, the band is called The Devil's Train. The song is called Pop Culture. It kind of has a Halloween-y feel to it. Cool. I think there's some kind of a rockabilly punk band. I don't know what it is called. I don't want to put a label on it. It's just it's a cool song. It kind of fits the theme of the month. So uh, check out The Devil's Train on YouTube and uh, Twitter. Okay, The Beyond. 60 years ago. Everybody in this hotel disappeared. Every last person. A painter called Spike, who lived here, closeted in his room, had found a key. Tell me, with all those accidents, you think you'll um, give it up now? I couldn't do that if I wanted to. Ah! 
But I won't give in. I love the score to that that movie. It's great. That little the the it's so simple that piano boom 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 boom. I love the Fulci scores and he I mean not that he does them, but he has to pick them. Mm-hmm. So I and the Gates of Hell has a great fucking eerie score and I read that about I I I read that about him. I've read that about him that yeah. like the music in his movies is always so great. Oh really? Yeah. Oh good. So I'm yeah. that's not okay. Good. It's not just you. All right, The Beyond, directed by uh, Lucio Fulci from 1981. Now, I don't want to do a full walkthrough because we'll be here all night. Yeah, Can't okay. do three movies. So uh, I'll do a quick synopsis, wrap it up real quick. Um, you got to help me with this. Okay. All right, there's a hotel was built on one of the seven gates of hell. Mm-hmm. A painter who the... This is back in the 1800s or the early 1900s. Not sure... Actually, I have it written in 1927. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a painter who um, the townsfolk or whoever thought he was some kind of demon or a killer or some some kind of bad person. Right. So they took him to the basement, nailed him to the wall, crucified mm-hmm. him pretty much. Yeah. Dumped some kind of acid, flesh eating solution. Something that melted uh-huh. him, not disintegrated him, just melted his skin. Mm-hmm. And then they left him there, and I think that opened up the gate. Okay. Now, the gate's open. Uh, Fast forward, like, fucking 60 years later or whatever Mm -hmm. to 1981. New owner comes in. Um, There's there's a maintenance guy. Mm -hmm. Goes down to the basement. And well, she acquired this hotel because I think it was her uncle passed away or whatever and left it to her. Yeah, okay, right. And the two people come with it. And uh, the one guy, he's a plumber. Mm-hmm. He's not one of the two guys, actually. He's not one of the two. It's Arthur and Martha. Arthur and Martha. Are the maintenance people. Right. Joe is like a plumber. Joe is the plumber. Joe goes down there and um, what does he do? He does, he like, does he dig the hole or something? He knocks down a brick wall, which leads yeah. to like a whole other room okay. like a whole other area like tunnels and hallways or whatever now maybe i'm mistaken but that activates the gate that's what i think okay so that activates the gate which then it did not as a gate to hell open right now he sees the guy right the guy the crucified guy he's left back there i, I remember just a hand coming out and grabbing him well that's what i remember too but i thought he saw that for some reason Let's see, who sees him? She does in the bathroom later on. She, uh, the main girl, uh, what's her name? Liza. Liza sees him in the bathroom. Martha sees him in the basement also. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if Joe sees the, the guy, the painter who was... I thought Martha was in on it for a while because she was she a weirdo. Was she was yeah. weird. Nothing really fucked with her. She saw some fucked up shit. She was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, she until she got fucking impaled. Oh, was she the the spike in the eye? Yeah, because Joe the maintenance guy comes back. No, Joe the plumber. Joe the plumber. Okay, so Joe the plumber activates the gate. Why the dead doesn't come to life until later, I don't know. But a hand comes out of the hole. Yeah, he looks in it and it grabs his eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Kind of grabs him in like a skull 
suck brain out mm-hmm. face hugger thing. Yeah. And then with his with the with the zombies uh, or demon whoever it is, it might be the guy actually. Right. Maybe. He uh, pokes his eye out, gouges his eye out. Mm-hmm. Thing for eyes in this movie. It's fucking great. Popped him out. Looked really good. Uh, awesome scene. Just really no reason for it. <laughs> just really. Just I, I guess just to show us that that you know there there is evil there behind the walls underneath the ground. And he's out. The guy. And the guy's out. Yeah. Schwanker, whatever the fuck his name was. Mm-hmm. It. The, she said it in the trailer we just played, but. And then, um, so I guess now it's official. The gate's open. Mm-hmm. Now, Liza, is it Eliza or Liza? Liza. Liza runs into this woman. With Emily. Her, Emily was her name. Mm-hmm. With the dog. With white eyes. White eyes. She was in they the... Be- looked, those were my favorite. They looked super cool. They, Even though, like the little girl, I loved them. They had detail to them, too. They weren't just they white. They were speckly. Yeah. Now, the woman with the white eyes she meets in the street was actually back from 1927. She was part of that hotel back then. Right. Why she's still alive, we don't know. We find out later that she must have went to hell and came out or right. something. Right, like she, um, later on in the movie when, I guess, all the, the, the demons come and they're surrounding her, she says, I did what you asked of me. I'm not coming back with you. So I'm assuming that they wanted her to ensure that she stayed there or to ensure that she somehow got to the book to open the gate to talk about right, it the book the book what what, oh, what the fuck I was the name of the book ibon i abon i thought it was ebon too until they said abon um okay now check this out oh wait maybe okay here it, okay the gate maybe wasn't officially open until the guy opened the book and actually read it because okay. right after that is when the people the dead the dead the start right Okay, so the hole did nothing. It just opened up the hole. It opened up the hole, and I guess it was now open for everybody to roam. Like, maybe that's how they got out. But then what did the reading of the book have to do with anything? It maybe woke them. But if if they have the hole, let them come out. They're already awake. Maybe that's true, because the guy did grab Joe the plumber. See, this is what I don't... There's a couple of things I'm, I'm right, confused it's, about. It's it's bizarre. It's a very bizarre movie in general. Like, it's just bizarre. Because yeah. I read somewhere that killing the guy opened the gate. In right. the beginning, in 27. Okay. And it was activated later. But was it activated when Joe put the hole down there? Or well, was it activated with the book? I'm guessing it had to have been activated when he, put the, he, he went back there. Because there was something that killed him from back there. From behind the walls, you know? Yeah, and I think it was the guy, right? Well, we don't know because we only see a hand. It could have been any de- demon or dead from the gate of hell, you know? I think it was the guy. I would assume that it was. Because it was melted. Because when, when uh, yeah. Emily was in the room surrounded, it was only the dead people that was killed in the house. Right. It was the the painter. It was the plumber. It was Arthur and Martha. Martha. <laughs> Why would they name them Arthur, Arthur and Martha? Arthur and Martha. So, yeah, it could have been, I mean, it had to have been opened at that point. Yeah. And then again at the end when uh, Liza's friend finds the book and does he read from it or something or he, he opens it? He does read it. it. He does read it. And, and then, he reads it aloud. And then that's when all the dead people in the hospital wake up. Yes. So, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. Maybe that's that, that awoke them reading it. It awoke the ones that were at bay. 
Maybe there's um like an instructions manual for the gates of hell. Uh, maybe it's like a three-step process. <laughs> Step one, kill painter. Step two, <laughs> blast a hole in the basement. <laughs> Step three, read this. Read this. There was something definitely funny with the book because it was there and then it wasn't there. It was in the beginning back in 1927. Right. And then she saw it in the house, Liza. And then it was gone and she walked past a bookstore and she saw it, went in, and it that wasn't really it. And back in 1927, Emily was reading from it. Yes. The girl with the white eyes. All right. So there's a scene in the beginning uh, in the movie somewhere where a little girl um, gets attacked by a zombie. We don't see her die, but the next scene, she pops up with the white eyes as well. Mm-hmm. But before that, what was it? Her mother and her father both died? Her father was Joe the Plumber. Oh, right, right, right. Her father was the plumber. The mother went in, dressed him all up. She ended up dying. What was it? fucking glass of acid on the head that was just fucking a a, a, a vase full of acid just sitting, <laughs> just sitting on top of something and she bumped into it that was just weird too because all of a sudden she was like ah and it was pouring on her head <laughs> yeah she was she was standing upright she screamed and then we see her on the floor knocked out unconscious and then the the, the bottle of acid is pouring out on her yeah. face and melted her face yeah, off. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I, there was the, uh, the the previous body there, so maybe that came to life and freaked her out. Also, there was two scenes where people got scared off of ledges. Yes. Where lightning scared a guy, but I think it, just like the tarantulas, I think there's a demonic force controlling certain things yeah like the lightning like the demonic force made it lightning to distract him and fall off the thing in order to for him to be knocked out for the tarantulas to come and yeah. tear him apart yeah and also i think the lightning that scared him and made him lo- lost his balance was like it actually almost had like a, a a gravitational push also yeah and same thing when a guy was on a ledge he saw like the eyes yes and fell off the scaffold yeah that was in the beginning that was emily right yes I think there might have been a demonic push with that as well. Because mm-hmm. I don't... It's kind of a push. I mean, a stretch to have three people just falling down. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, they go to the hospital. Emily and her... Fr- I mean, Liza and her friend. and all They're underneath the hospital because nobody's around. He reads the book. All the dead start to come. They're, they're, they're running underground and all of a sudden they're back underneath the house. From the hospital. That was weird too. It was weird. I don't but they 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 mentioned it like this we're under the house had this happen so yeah. so it was acknowledged so I guess it's some kind of weird force thing going on the gate of hell's somehow connected to that hospital yeah um, and Mo oh let's go back to Martha real quick Martha she's oh, in the yeah. basement that, this is my favorite scene she sees a uh, a tub full no she went into room thirty six there was a tub full because she was hired you know she's there to clean up. She went into room 36. The tub was full of black water. So she pulls up her sleeve, puts her arm in to pull the plug out. It's draining, and all of a sudden you see Joe the plumber's body. He's in there. In the tub. What is he doing in there? What a trickster. Trickster. He, he died gets in the up, basement. But gets up, uh, pushes her head into one of the nails that was used to crucify the guy in the beginning. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Pops her eyeball right out. It's so strange that they have the crucified nails in the room when they killed him in the basement. Right. It was in the bathtub. In the bathroom. Right above the bathtub. Did they take him to the basement? They did, didn't they? I thought it was the basement. I'm pretty sure they took him in the basement, but yet in room 36, there's nails up there like he was in there. 
I don't remember. Maybe they did do it in room 36 because it was in the bathtub and then they took him downstairs. I don't know because that's where they left him. Hmm. I thought it was the basement too. I don't know. We just have to leave, leave, leave that one up to the fucking cosmos to figure out. It's a lot of strange shit happening. It is, it's really bizarre. Great bizarre. deaths. Like the fucking... I love the Joe, the Machoda Plumber zombie. Mm-hmm. He was really cool looking with that fucking beard. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, Martha with the eyeball through the fucking... It looked... There's a scene in um, Zombie like that. Where this, the zombie grabs her head and pushes her through a splinter. Mm-hmm. Her eye. Yeah. So Fulci's got a thing with the eyes. I was going to say that whole movie. Like uh, even like when they were in the morgue and joe's wife was doing his clothes whatever uh she opens the door to the, the girl. one of the freezers the girl does yeah and it's um a body comes falling out who's missing an eye there yeah. are several like a lot of bodies missing eyes around here don't forget the the demon tarantulas ripped that guy's, guy's eyeball, eyeball out. out yeah oh that scene was great it, the effects don't hold up on that scene it's still great though but like the the guy uh he was obviously like knocked out from wax or down. something yeah he was like a wax figure but you know what just the idea of tarantulas biting your tongue and ripping your nose yeah. apart there was one right on the bottom of the lip he grabbed it and like ripped it off and like the blood kind of like yeah sucked back it was great it was and great. and then the one just it goes under his eyelid and rips his eyeball mm-hmm. out from under the eyelid you see the white of it almost yeah. like an egg yolk yeah so like the the face looking like plaster of paris you know you give it a pass because it's just it was just so cool. Mm-hmm. Just it was really cool. Demonic. Tr- it was nice and yeah. slow. Fucking great. And tarantulas are disgusting and creepy. Yeah. So of course. It was in your face too. Yeah. Uh huh. Fulci always does slow death scenes. The acid on the guy's face in the mm-hmm. beginning was nice and slow. And like you just, it was cool because it all just drips and it's like eating away at him. Really cool. Joe's wife in the morgue when the acid falls on her face. Mm-hmm. Do you just watch the whole thing happen? Yep. I really think that was fucking great. So, all right. So now you have Emily with the white eyes. Joe's daughter with the white eyes. Yeah. How did she get them again? Joe's daughter? Yeah. I She died, I think. Okay. But... In the, mor- in the morgue. I, I think. I don't know because... The end of the movie, when the two main or uh, the two main stars end up in like a hell, I guess. Which is the painting. The paint. The guy in the beginning who got the uh, the acidy substance dumped, dumped on, on him was making was a is a painter, mm-hmm. and he was painting a scene. Yes. That's where the main stars end up in the end mm-hmm. in the scene. I don't. Yeah. Is that hell? I don't know. But anyway, they end up with the white eyes. They do like they're they're running and all of a sudden they stop and their eyes are white. So what does that mean? So because they were alive and now they're not. Once I guess maybe they enter hell, they get them. Okay, so once they become a part of it, now they're in. Now they can get out because the little girl got out. Emily got out. Well, yes, you can get out. I guess if they let you out. Now Emily wasn't a threat to anybody. No. But the little girl, when they're in the hospital fighting the Walking Dead, the little girl all of a sudden attacks them when she was on their side at first. Remember, they found her and they were keeping her with them. Yes. Like, what happened to her? I don't know. Maybe, maybe she was playing nice just to get them. It's we, possible. We we skipped the part where it, with with the dog. With the dog, yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. What is, what's his name? Dicky. Dicky. Dicky attack. So Emily uh, has a dog named Dicky. Mm-hmm. And um, the zombies, 
the uh, all the dead people from the house, the painter, the mechanic, Arthur, Martha, and they all come to visit her. Mm-hmm. And she she says, you know, I, I I did what you asked of me. I'm not coming back. You can't make me come back. And then it's Dickie attack. So Dickie goes and attacks all of them. And then comes back to her. She's petting him. Good job, Dickie. And all of a sudden, he fucking bites her throat. And it, it tore her flesh. Uh-huh. Like, tore her neck right out. And then went after her ear. Ripped her ear yep. off. It was her fucking throat awesome. and her ear. It was really cool. And it was weird because, like, the dog was attacking them. Mm-hmm. And then everything just got quiet. Yeah. And then, now was he, did... I guess now he's evil because w- he attacked the evils. I was guessing they, like, just used their demonic power and... To change him. Just like they did with the tarantulas. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. Because there was no... You, you could say that they killed him and he became a zombie dog, but there was no... Right. Evidence. Screeching. Yeah. But that looked great, too. It I mean, did. just think, this is 81. It was... Like, I loved all the deaths. They were all really cool. Yeah, you had the dog ripping a throat out, the, the nail through the eye, the eye gouging. But the creme de la creme. Let's get to it. The little girl in the, the hospital. Girl. What happens? Oh, did you miss it? No, don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell. Not don't do tell me, please. When the guy shoots a big hole in her head. <laughs> oh shit! Did I miss that? There's no. Did I doze off? There's no way you missed the little girl getting shot in the head. I do not remember who shot her. The guy, the main guy, at the end. Oh yes. Okay. Yes, oh, I remember. That's yes, a, that's yes. a legendary. I remember. I remember. I was thinking when she was in there on the floor and they go and get her that scene. I'm like, I don't remember him shooting her, but it was at the end. Yeah, yeah the okay. little girl when turned they go back on them. To the ho- yes. And he shoots a whole giant hole in her head. Yes, I do remember it. And that looked fucking. Ri- that looked so good because the the dummy that they used or the 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 mold or whatever it was, uh-huh. her teeth are clenched. <laughs> oh, it was fucking great. I like this movie. I I mean, I don't know if I fully understand it. I'm gonna watch it a bunch more times. Yeah. But it was it was good. It does have rewatchability. It was bizarro. I liked it. I have to. I want to look into it to see what the fuck is going on. I yeah, mean, yeah, I want to. I definitely want to read read some about it before I watch it again, so I can maybe understand as I watch it. After we watched it, all I kept thinking about was trying to figure out the mythology with the hell and the yeah. white eyes and all that stuff. I remember asking you about it a couple of days later. I'm like, so wait, if this woman was, did she like do a like was she supposed to be helping the, yeah. the, the 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 evil people and get them there or what what was going on? Because it seemed like she was helping Liza, right? But at the same time, she took was her to really the house herself. where the book was. I guess she thought that maybe they would let her go if she helped them. All right, so let's let's get let's get down to some serious serious talk here. Okay. What you uh, at a one to ten? One being shitty, five being mediocre, ten being the best. What are you giving the Beyond? I'm going to give the Beyond a seven because I don't fully know what's going on, yeah. but it was still awesome. After yeah. I rewatch it my and, and fully understand it, my score may change. Okay, so we're going to go with a seven? Seven for me. I'm giving it a hard eight. A hard eight. Like it's it's tough to get to the eight? No, meaning it's almost a nine. Oh, oh, like okay. It's an aggressive eight. Okay. The reason I'm not giving it a nine or a ten... Is because um, I don't, I don't really, un- I don't, I don't know, I don't understand what's going on. I don't know if that's because I don't understand what's going on, or is this because they made it wrong? Right. Like I don't know if they fucked up. 
and there's inconsistencies throughout, or I'm just I just don't understand it. It's probably the second option. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, like, pretty much with everything. Yeah. So, including Skype. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm giving it a, a hard eight. And by the way, there was some controversy last week about my your next score, and we thought I gave it a ten, but I gave it an you eight. gave it an eight. That's yeah. right. I and did. I did hear that too. Okay, so the official score for last week's show, officially, last week was supposed to be The Beyond, and I saw The Devil, we did The Beyond this week, but last week, The Beyond, 7 for Angela, 8 for Mike, I saw The Devil, 10s across the board. Yeah, okay. seems seems to be the way of it. Okay, now let's go to this week's, this week's picks, which was your picks. What'd you pick? I picked The Omen. I really wanted something else. I, it wasn't my first choice whatsoever, but... I could not find any of the ones that I really wanted to watch. So, since we had mentioned that we never saw The Omen, I thought it would be appropriate. And it was available. So Now, The Omen is a movie that I've been hearing about my whole life. I didn't even take notes because I pretty much knew what was happening. And um, it took us three days to watch it. Mm-hmm. Who dozed off first? I mean, the first night, I think we both kind of... Yeah. The only thing I, 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 I ever knew about this movie was... It's all for you, Damien. Yeah. That's the, like the one thing I knew. Like I've I've been hearing about it forever too, and that was just like the only thing I knew. The kid's name was Damien. He was evil, and that line. Oh, I should have played the music. Oh yeah. I'll just put it in later. There you go. Maybe I'll put it underneath as we talk. There you go. Okay, so the Omen. Uh, what year did it come out? I didn't write it down. Neither did I. All right, let's just guess. Seventies. Seventies. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll quick IMDb it so we know. I'm actually already on it. Oh, go for you. Yeah, alright, so do a quick synopsis. Um quick synopsis, uh seventy six. Couple has a baby. We are under the impression that it takes one breath and is dead. And a priest, uh, such a nice priest, says, Ah, oh, this this child was just born and its mother died while giving birth to it, so take this baby. Your wife will never know. Blah, blah, blah. Turns out this baby is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's the devil's baby. It's the devil's baby. Um, Possibly the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, um, th- there's really not much like evil kid stuff going on, which I expected, I guess. You know, like I expected to see him being evil. I expected to see him doing mischievous things, which you don't really see at all. It's more like he was born and the, and then the minions came out, the dog and the the guardians. Right. So I guess uh, he's evil. He's the evil. And I, I, what does he control people? No, I think it's like, it's like. Um, <laughs> if I had to guess, I would say. Okay, so he's evil, and the people are there to protect him because he's evil, and that's what brings all the bad upon the husband and the wife. I would say that he's. He was born to be the Antichrist, which means the Armageddon end of the world, which pretty much puts the devil in charge of everything, gives him power. Mm-hmm. Devil has no power on Earth. Okay. So he has a, a human baby born to be the Antichrist. Uh-huh. Now, the dogs and the guardian, the, the woman, um, were waiting for this birth. Mm-hmm. They're already committed to Satan. Okay. Uh, the dogs are under satanic control. Absolutely. Somehow, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, the go- the 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 woman, the guardian woman. Possibly. What's her name? Do you remember? Nope. Mrs. Something or other. And um, so they're not. They don't have powers, 
but there is like some kind of demonic thing happening like sense sensory wise like they can sense it i think so i think damien has powers he doesn't know it Mm -hmm. like is that why he the nanny killed herself like because that's like it's all for you damien i'll always love you okay with the nanny killing herself she looked damien saw the dog first Mm -hmm. and then the nanny saw the dog then the nanny killed herself right so i i think that maybe that the dog made the nanny kill herself so the new nanny, the evil nanny could come in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. And like maybe like, uh, maybe she's, maybe even possibly maybe the old nanny saw the future and he was the Antichrist and he was going to eventually bring on the end of the world. And the nanny was like, well, if me dying has to bring in this new protector. Then I'll do it. Then I'm just going to kill myself. I'm going to yeah. do it for Damien. It's all for you. Mm. It's good. It's creepy. I like that. The uh, nanny was um, Mrs. Baylock. Baylock. There you go. And uh, meanwhile, the the father of Damien is uh, what is he? A senator? Ambassador. Ambassador. Yes. Okay. Um, so he's you know in politics. He's a known guy. Uh, so there's always people taking pictures of him and whatnot. Yeah. This one photographer starts taking pictures of him and then this priest comes and talks to him to tell him that you know your son's the devil bad things are gonna happen so he takes pictures of him too upon developing them he sees like first it was the priest there's like this strange going through his back strange shadows yeah develops another one it's even more prominent needless to say the pictures and like the shadows in the pictures are foreshadowing for how they're gonna die yeah. The guy gets like impaled with a stake through the back to towards the front, you know, like, like directly diagonal. Like oh, someone just pretty much drew a line through him. Yeah. Um. So he's dragged into it by that because he uh went to investigate this priest and caught a picture of himself in the mirror and now sees how he's going to die. So he needs to figure it out. He really is in a rush to fucking figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah, of course. He goes to he goes to the father, Gregory Peck. He's like, "Yo, we got some, we got something to talk about." Yeah, and he immediately gets roped into everything he's saying. Shows him the pictures. You know, he totally, he's with this guy. They need to figure it out. So they go to um, look for the the hospital. The hospital and the priest who gave him the baby. Needless to say, the hospital had burned down. It turned out, what is it, that day? Like two days yeah. after that, that day, yeah. Um, after they left the hospital, the hospital burned down. But the priest is alive. He's in some, what, monastery? Yeah, he's um, he's out there somewhere. Yeah, so they go, where, Rome, they were in Rome. Yeah. To find this guy, he is very badly burned, can't talk. He wants to know who was the mother of this child. So he writes down something, Servetti, I think it was. That's what it was, yeah. Is the name of the cemetery where the mother's buried. So um, the ambassador and the photographer, they go to the cemetery, I guess, to try and find answers. It's more of a ruins. It's yeah, not really it's in not, use. Yeah, it's a total shithole. Uh, they go find it. The, the mother's was not really a woman in there. It looked like a dog, Bones. Yeah. And his baby was buried right next to it. And you see that the skull was bashed in. So There's they killed the baby. Yeah. So he would take 
the baby, the devil baby. Where's the mother? I don't know. Maybe the mother was really a dog. <laughs> he said you should have seen the thing that gave birth to this child. Demon dog. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't even a woman. Oh, it was yeah. probably the dog who gave birth to the child. Devil dog. The devil. <laughs> 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 Cream filling. Yeah. Um, Ew. Ew. And then all of a sudden, like the dogs surround them. There's like a pack of dogs. Rottweilers. Urgh. Rottweiler, man. Evil dogs. They uh, go after them. Would you even be so bold as to call them devil dogs? Devil dogs. The devil dogs attack. Is that the third time I said devil dogs? Devil dogs. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, and then uh, what happens after that? Uh, they they attack them and uh, they barely get away. And then they go to... Uh, oh, we skipped the part where um, Damien's riding on his tricycle. And yeah. the evil nanny opens the door and he, he hits into his mother's standing on a stool or something and she falls over the banister and now is like in the hospital in a full body cast <laughs> full body cast with a nightgown over it <laughs> he doesn't he's so young that he doesn't know what he's doing yeah it was all the nanny yeah um she just like she just guides him like right i guess that's what he's there for you know that's yeah. what she's there for and he just does evil it. things right all these evil things probably will build up in his life um so they they get away from the dogs. Uh, they go talk to the guy who knows how to who knows a little bit about it. Right. And like Cairo or some shit. Mm-hmm. Gives him some knives. Tells him you know he he bears the mark of the devil the six six six. Yeah. He's like I know every inch of his body. I've bathed him. I've never seen it. He's like well then it has to be under the hairline. So uh, he takes guess, the knives. Sorry uh, to interrupt you, but I guess the fact that he was born on June 6th at 6 a.m. didn't fucking no, give him any pause. Was, wasn't wasn't enough. Um, I guess to kill a kid, you would have to be sure, though. Right. Absolutely. That's what he said. He's like, I, I can't do it. He takes the knives, but he tells the photographer guy, I can't do it. Throws the knives. The photographer guy's like, well, then I'll do it. Goes and gets the knives. And he's in like this ditch that was recently dug, I guess. There's all these construction vehicles around. Which, in the beginning, when he says that's where they're going, he says, oh, there's some excavation going on there. Like, as a side note, like, which we don't really need to know. Yeah, right. It was right. like foreshadowing, yeah. kind of. Um, so, this truck starts to roll backwards. It stops. This piece of glass slides off and fucking decapitates the guy. It was like a pane. Yeah, a pane of glass. Yeah. Exactly like his picture foreshadowed. Right uh, in the neck. Uh-huh. Cut, d- cut his head right off. Clean, Clean off. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the evil nanny is visiting the mother in the hospital and fucking pushes her out a window. She's dead. Nanny was creepy. She was. Her she molly. was good. Molly, molly, molly. Yeah. So, uh, they gotta, go, go ahead. They have to, um, in order to kill Damien, the father has to bring him into a, like a sacred ground, like a church or something. Yes. And, you know, early in the movie, they they go to a wedding and they, I mean, as soon as they get to the church, he starts bugging. He's, he just, they can't, he can't go in there. Right. They don't even attempt at the wedding. Yeah. So the He's father's like, out. I can't bring him to no fucking church. But, you know, he, he leaves Cairo or wherever the fuck they are with the knives. Mm-hmm. Being like, holy shit, I got to do it because the photographer showed me the picture of him with a slash on his neck and then he just got decapitated. Yeah. So I got to get this done. Let me get the knives. Let me get some scissors. Cut this little fucker's hair, find the number of the beast, and we'll do this. And that's exactly what he does. 
He, he sees, you know, it's under, you know, he feels in his scalp and feels it, cuts it. And there it is. Nanny comes and attacks. He had to trap the guardian. There's one Rottweiler guarding him at all times. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had to trap the dog somewhere, too. He lured him down, down the basement, closed the doors over. So he takes him, flying out in the car, takes him to the church. And the cops are following them the whole time. Sticks a fork in the nanny's neck, too. Oh, yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. It was good. Uh, at the church cops bust in after him he's ready to stab damien the, the 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 cops ready to shoot him the gun goes off black screen and then we're at a funeral two caskets yeah which i think it's the the parents yes i i thought it was him and damien like he stabbed damien and then got shot but no it's funny because i thought it was him and the nanny because they died on the same night oh that could have been yeah but that's probably the parents. It was probably I was I would assume it was the parents, and then you know at the end you get Damien and his little smile like, haha. Yeah, alive. and he looks back, right He's, into the camera. Yep, creepy little smile. A cool little touch to have mm-hmm. him look in the camera and yeah, smile. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, uh, that's the Omen. It was a good movie. I I not I, I expected it to be different. I expected it to be more kid, evil kid doing bad things. Oh which right. Which it wasn't at all. Yeah, no, not at all. Mm-mm. It was more like his presence made other people do shit. Yes. I think it's a, a a must see but an overrated old movie. Like I I've heard like about the omen the omen my whole life. Like, oh the omen, you guys see the omen, the omen, the omen. Yeah. I would have been okay if I didn't see it. I can but see But I'm glad I did see it. I could see how it was a big deal back in the day. And b- back in those times like religious shit mm-hmm. and supernatural shit was yeah. pretty big. Yeah. Uh uh okay, I I'm gonna give uh what am I scoring the, the Omen? That's Do you know your score? I'm going to give the Omen a six. Let me write that down so I don't forget. That six, that's kind of harsh for the Omen, I th- I'm thinking. I, I, overall, I didn't really like it that much. Like, it wasn't bad, but I didn't like it. Hmm. Like, okay, I know how you kind of look at stuff. Like, <laughs> will you watch it again? No. That's, <laughs> that's Not at all. That's a big Exa- deal. I was just going to say, I won't watch it again. That's a big deal on your scale. And I guess the omen was the three sixes. Yes. That was, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. I think I'm going to give uh, I'm, I'm, I'm give it a little better score than you. Okay. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. It was at a six for me. Okay. It's hard to score a movie we watched th- three day for three yeah, days. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm going to give it a seven. It, it, it was a six for me. But when that guy, the guy decapitated, mm-hmm. it went up to a seven. Okay. Because that made it, that kind of made it work for me. Because they showed it happen. Yeah, the, it head, was, and it looked really good. And the head went flying, by mm-hmm. the way. It was <laughs> like fl- a couple flips in the air. It was really awesome. Yeah, it fucking flipped. So that, that was big. That was big for me. <laughs> it was cool. And plus, I love the creepy music. Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. My friend, when we were kids, hang out. He used to always talk about the Omen. He used to go. He used to sing the song, but he used to go. He ha demon. He ha demon. It was not too far off. No, not at all. But that's uh, what I remember about the Omen, and I like the acting. The acting was good. Gregory Peck was great. Yeah, he's pretty good, man. He was really good. I was actually studying his acting, mm. and I liked, I liked, I liked all the acting. But it's still seven, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the Omen. So I guess we should talk about the next movie. 
Session 9 was your new pick? Your new movie pick? Yeah. Uh, why did you pick Session 9? I picked Session 9 because it was also on a on a list of uh, horror movies you've never seen but should or some shit like that. And I watched it. You didn't. What happened? I fell asleep? Like five minutes in. Yeah, literally. I'm a fucking... I'm a sleepyhead. I fell asleep on every movie we watched so far except for Torment and, and Bay of Blood. And, and, and I, got the, I got the before. Nudge me if I fall asleep. All right, so I nudge you. You're like, I think you're on your own on here. <laughs> you're on your own with this one. Was I snoring the whole time? You were snoring the whole time. All right, so... Um, um, I watched this and realized I've seen it before, but don't remember much of it. It must have been a while ago. Like, when it, what was it, 2010? I must yeah, have watched it I way think back so. when it first came out. Because I remembered, but I didn't remember. There were things that made me remember. Um, overall, it was okay. I definitely wouldn't watch it again now that I remember watching it twice. Um, 2001. Oh, 2001. So it's not even that new. It doesn't fall into our new uh, criteria, which is five years, but that's oh, all right. Bummer. That's all right. We should go 2000 and above. Well, you know what? October has five weeks in it, so maybe we'll do a another week. Well, I guess I had I was a little dyslexic upon reading the 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 year, but uh, all right. So th- I definitely have seen it long ago then when it first came out. Just don't remember it because it was that bad. Basic premise is um, this hazmat crew goes to this old like psychiatric hospital to clean it up, and uh, one of the guys gets possessed and kills everybody else. There's really not much to talk about. It doesn't show any of the killings. It just goes black, the screen, every time somebody's going to die. They don't show any of the they killings? They don't show any of the killings. In my um, sleep state, I did wake up and see someone stab someone in the eye or something. Did someone put Oh, it, that was like a, a, a pretend thing. Oh, no, it did show one of them. One death is the only one. It was the, the end, at the end, the last guy that came in. Um, Wait a minute. The thing in the eye wasn't real? It was real. But there was a scene where he was, like, pretending to do it. Uh. Like, one of the other guys was just holding it right there and, like, pretty much explaining how you give a lobotomy, um, which is how two of them died. Uh, So this one guy becomes possessed, I guess. And this other guy, one of the other guys, stumbles upon, like, recordings in the basement, evidence files, and he starts listening to them session one, session two, session three, session four, session five, session six, session seven, seven, eight, and session nine. Finally, throughout this whole thing, it's this one woman with three alter egos, the princess, Billy and Simon. The princess is like the innocence. Um, Billy is lives in the eyes and he can see everything. The princess lives in the tongue. And Simon, we don't hear from until session nine he wants the guy asking the question wants to know about what happened that night in lowell i guess that was the location where whatever it was happened um the whole time what happened what happened the princess doesn't say anything billy doesn't say anything i need to talk to simon give me simon he can tell me what happened finally in session nine simon comes out and you know says Peter pushed Mary onto her doll and it was a porcelain doll and she got all cut up. So I helped Mary. Simon finally comes out saying he helped Mary take care of Peter. Pretty much killed Peter. Mary kills Peter because of Simon, her alter ego. 
And Simon, you know, the princess lives in the tongue. Billy lives in the eyes. And then it says Simon lives in the weak and something. Tired. The weak and tired. So the guy who works for the hazmat crew has a new baby, has an ear infection. He's all tired. and. Okay, just stop you one second. Yes. The, in the opening scene, David Caruso says to the tired guy, you look tired. <laughs> You look tired. Like, it's, like, so on the nose. Yeah. So, I'm assuming that once in this mental hospital, Simon, the evil, who lives in the weak and tired, somehow gets in him and takes over him. He went home to celebrate getting the job, and the wife spilt some boiling water on him on accident. Like, he went to go kiss her, and he she turned around. This None of this we see. We just hear him telling talking about it uh spilled boiling water on his leg he ended up slapping her but in reality he really killed her killed the baby and killed everyone he worked with because he was possessed what was the time frame of the mother and baby getting killed because in the beginning there was a weird scene where i think it was the beginning or maybe i just woke up and saw it where he's look he's across the street Mm -hmm. and he looks watching and there's a big pot of boiling water yes um they start the job on Monday. He went home on Friday. So I guess on Friday is when he killed her because he said he went home to celebrate on Friday. That's when it all happened. And everyone was dead in the hospital. Her, He killed the mother and the baby on Friday, then went to go work on Monday. They worked on Monday, worked on Tuesday, Thursday, and he killed each one of them. But he killed one of them and then like two days later killed the rest of them okay so simon didn't live in the woman it just lives in that hospital i guess so. no because she didn't come to the hospital till after that i guess simon is just the devil the evil and he lives in weak and tired people yeah maybe now because she's there she died there simon is just there taking over anybody who's weak and tired who comes into the hospital yeah he's he's not part of her personalities not anymore he's just she's s- dead he was she she was she he wasn't part of her personality to begin with yes he was oh uh, she wasn't in the hospital no she didn't come into the hospital until after she killed her brother because Simon oh, made her she brought she brought Simon into the hospital yeah and then she died so he had to go somewhere else I guess he's been lingering you know oh okay Simon in the air <laughs> invisible i think it would have been better if he he was just a, a demon in the hospital and then when she came to the hospital uh he took her and then they thought he was part of her personalities but he was a really a demon yeah you know it would have been cool yeah. i think the whole movie was shit to be honest with you mm-hmm. like it was weird like the way they interacted with each other it was just awkward and how was david caruso's acting that's the guy from that uh, that tv show yeah He's bad. So bad. <laughs> so bad. That's what makes it even... Like, they were all really bad, the acting. His was above above all the worst. I kind of like his acting. I don't know why. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I found the clip on YouTube of him saying fuck you to a guy. I'm going to put it at the end of this. I hate it. I hate his acting. It was pretty bad acting throughout. There was a lot of, like, jumping around. Like, you don't know what's going on until the end where they, like, explain everything, kind of. But it was bad. I Two thumbs down. What's the uh, Fright Cast score? The Fright Cast score for this one is a whopping two. Wow, a two. A two. 
Holy shit. I would shit. never, ever watch this movie again. Never, ever recommend it to anybody. And the only reason that it's not a one is because of the imagery of it. Like the creepy hospital. Yeah. It was creepy. What has to be a one then? Holy shit. I got it. I guess Sharknado. <laughs> it, it has to have zero. Sharknado is funny though. So oh yeah. That's that. a comedy. <laughs> um, I don't I don't recommend this movie to anybody. And if there's anybody out there who disagrees with me and thinks it's great, I would like to hear from you and please tell me why maybe there's something I'm missing. How would they get The tapes were really cool too. Listening to the tapes and hearing that creepiness yeah. that kind of saved it from being a one. It's still a 2. Still a 2. How would people get in touch with you if they want to You can reach me at Cinematic Panic on Instagram or Twitter or you can email me at um uh well, i don't have an email for that mike russo ny at gmail.com yeah or you can i have kik what is messenger. that messenger is that kick, kick or kick i don't know whatever the fuck you call it but i i don't ever use it every once in a while somebody will like message me about something movie related but cinematic panic on there you can get me there too all right great cool yeah you know, oh, this is what I was going to bring up to you in the beginning of the show, and I forgot. What do you think about this Ebola thing? Is this officially scary, or what is, what's going on with this? How do you feel about this thing? You're asking me, the yeah. panicky Pete worry wart. That's why I'm I asking you. I Google Ebola every day to see where the newest outbreak is in Brooklyn, by the way. Uh, I'm scared shitless of it. It's fucking scary. It's like, it's like zombies are really happening, and they're fucking Ebola patients infecting everybody else. Did you see that one guy who they thought was dead, and he woke up? No, what? Yeah, it was fucked up. Here in the United States? Yeah. When? I was, this is early on. I, I sort of, uh, I was, um, I think I was walking, I don't read the paper, but as I walked past the papers, I look to see, I look at the covers and I see, I saw it and I read it and I opened up and read it. Guy fucking, I thought he was dead and he woke up. <laughs> That's fucking zombie. He's a zombie. He's a zombie. He's an Ebola zombie. I, um,. It's fucked up because I remember you told me that they let the guy in. The, they let the two first people, guy. Two people. A man and a woman. They brought over here to treat. And then uh, I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. But then all of a sudden, now it's a thing. It's going to be like, the next Like, they got one guy came from Sierra Le- Liberia, Sierra Leone. Like, why did it start with the people that came over? The people that came over, they treated them, right? And they're good. Yes. It didn't, they're, they're, they're treated or they're still... I don't know. I don't really don't know the deal with them, but they they didn't die, and they they I don't know. Maybe they were treated, or maybe they're still in care. I don't know. But they're quarantined, so they're good. A man from he was in Liberia, lived in Liberia, helped a woman who was like vomiting and whatever. She was pregnant into a cab. A couple days later, gets on a plane to Brussels to Texas. Once in Texas, two days later, he starts vomiting, diarrhea, serious fever. How do you vomit diarrhea? Vomiting, diarrhea. You know what? You play my words. Um, so anyway, needless to say, this dude has fucking Ebola and brought it to the United States. He lied on paper, like some kind of paper that he didn't have any contact with anybody or, did, you know, he, he forged his paper so they would give him his visa and he can get here. Needless to say, he fucking contracts Ebola, brings it here. Puts all these other people in quarantine because of it. Like, he had contact with, like, over 100 people or something like that. 
I just think, is it a weird coincidence that this, these things are happening right after each other? I think it's just that it's it's a it's a big thing now, and now now it's like it's like every day there's somebody else going to the hospital with Ebola like symptoms, every day, and it's just crazy. Like the media, hi- you know, they hype this shit oh, up instead of it. instead of waiting to hear that this person does have Ebola, they will report that oh child in brooklyn who was recently in nigeria is showing symptoms of ebola is under um quarantine and uh is being processed to see if you know he does have it according let it go and tell me when he does fucking have it according to the media everybody has it first of all well they like everything you read false alarm false alarm false alarm the media is a fear machine it's awful but the fucking that one guy the original guy died yes he did now is that his there's a couple ways to look at it one, he died so he can't spread it. It's eradicated. Two, <laughs> the government didn't save him either. Right. We couldn't save him. Couldn't save him. So how many people did he come in contact with before he died? Now, he's dead. He dies with... Yo, know, it lives in dead people too, by the way. Yeah, it does. That's why the body has to be like burned yeah. or like double bagged and buried in cement. You know, people in Africa, they, they they when people die, they still handle them like... like all fucking willy nilly. That's why it yeah. still spreads and right. shit. But we're smarter than that. Mm-hmm. So it's fucking crazy because we didn't, we couldn't save him. But at the same time, he it it it, it once we deal with the body in a proper appropriate way, it dies with him. Yeah. So I mean, I, I trust the I, I I would trust the government to to deal with this, but at the same time, they're not stopping the flights from coming in either. Well. I- they this is like a a big topic they they want the the people want to but then people lie about things like this guy did or people fly to other countries then fly here from that country say no i was never here like you know like people have their ways of getting in and you can't shut down all international flights because that's just that's gonna fucking create like anarchy here none of us can leave and go anywhere you know i think they do in certain places they do have people they have um, checkpoints leaving the country. Let's just say, for instance, Africa. Yeah. They got before you get on the plane. They have people checking you. I think they start people on this they side. Ha- they do now. Oh, you come do. here and they check your fever. They check your temperature to make sure you don't have a fever because that's the first sign. Hmm. But just because you came from Liberia today doesn't mean in three days you're not going to develop symptoms of Ebola. Yeah. Well, you know, the flu kills more people anyway. So. And uh, I recently read this article today that um, Ebola can be airborne, which they are not reporting on. Uh, is that true? It is, say me and you are right here three feet from each other. It can live in the air for a very short amount of time, allowing me to get it. You have to be in close contact for a very short, like, you know, for a short amount of time. Is that a credible source? Because I heard it's absolutely not in any way airborne. Let me see if I can find the article. Yeah, see so you. Um, see it was. It was a, the, some director of the CDC. Some doctor director. Yeah, but that's the Comedy Disease Center. You got to go for the Center yeah. of Disease uh. Control. Is it the Center of Disease Control? Yeah. Walking Dead premieres tonight. Um, we're not watching it. Got to stay off social media. Oh, yeah, don't check your social media. Negative. CDC admits the Ebola could be airborne. Uh, see? More fear-mongering. Could be. The anti-media posts this. According to the Center 
For disease control and prevention director Tom Frieden, the Ebola virus might be airborne. It's the single greatest concern I've ever had in my 40-year public health career, said Dr. Michael Osterholm, director of the Center Center of Infectious Disease. I I did. A low-risk exposure includes any of the following. Household member or other casual contact with an EVD patient. Providing patient care or casual contact without high-risk exposure with EVD patients in healthcare facilities. Okay. How does CDC define a casual contact? Casual contact is defined as being within approximately three feet or within the room or care area for a prolonged period of time while not wearing recommended personal protective equipment or having brief direct contact. Example, shaking hands with an EVD case while not wearing recommended personal protective equipment. A study conducted in 2012 showed the Ebola virus was able to travel between pigs and monkeys that were in separate cages and never placed in direct contact. So I guess they're basing it all on animals. I guess that's a... But that's where it starts anyway. That's a... Well, that's not true because if it's airborne between pigs and monkeys don't mean it could be airborne through humans. But it's... that I'm saying Ebola starts in animals. That's where people contract Ebola from. Eating infected meats and whatnot. Yeah, uh, but the airborne thing, I'm not I'm not sold on that yet. I hope not. God, if it is fucking talk about population control. That's true. That's true zombie shit. It's bound to happen. It's fucking scary. I'm calling it Zebola from now on. Zebola. 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 Wasn't that guy from Star Wars, Zabulba? That's one for the geeks out there. Zabulba. All right, let's wrap it up. Um, You got any plugs? Cinematic Panic, Instagram, Twitter. Check it out. Check me out on Instagram. I'm the Frightcast, the underscore Frightcast. And on Twitter, the Frightcast. Check me out. Email me, MikeRussoNYGmail.com. Check out The Devil's Train. Song is coming right now. Hey.
trying to stop the 